Let's get the show on the road theme song. L.I.W. American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to that show I just said in a pre-recorded message. Uh, it's episode 58. I'm Phoenix West. Today we're talking 1984's th- 903 Slash Dance. Get it? Like, like Flash Dance. Anyway. Um, okay. Just going to pick up where we left off there minutes ago when I recorded uh, episode 57. Because uh, I did do two in a row. I have not watched any further than this, although I'm about to watch 904, and I'm looking forward to it, because so far, digging this season. Digging it, digging it hard. They're not trying to be overly, uh, so far, they're not trying to be overly artistic. Sometimes this show reaches further than it needs to and goes in directions it doesn't need to be going, and this one is so fucking streamlined so far, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, is attacking the cabin that Brooke is in. Uh, Ray wants to run away. Uh, and he's like, you guys are on your own. Fuck it. Survival of the fittest motherfuckers. And he runs off, um, and immediately gets attacked by Richard Ramirez. <laughs> and the other three are like, they run off, uh, the nurse and, and Brooke and I don't know who the fuck else was with them. It doesn't matter. They're, they're different groups, excuse me, different groups of people. And they, they get back together. It doesn't matter. Um, he gets slashed as shit. Oh, it must be Chet because Chet comes back in, hits R- uh, Ramirez against the wall, like really hard. And instead of just stomping on a skull a few thousand times, uh, he does the horror movie thing where he picks up Ring and then gets out of there. He just w- runs away. So at this point, they're setting up that Chet has saved Ray. Didn't have to, but did it. That does set up a lot of stuff for Ray later on. Uh, because this episode is very Ray heavy. Uh, Mr. Jingles, we think it's Mr. Jingles, throws in a flaming bag of sh- shit and then Trevor stomps it out. And then they hear a bunch of teenagers outside like, giggling. Um... They all go outside, and, and the couple teenagers are like, it's, it's Jingles Day, ha-ha, get it? This is what we do. I'm like, aren't they a little alarmed that this is the first year they did it, and there's people in the cabin? Like, I, I guess they're probably aware that the, cabin, the cabins are back open, the camp's back open, I should say, Camp Redwood. But they're just like, ah, we got you. Uh, otherwise, we would have just burned it down if we didn't know you are in there. What the fuck? And then the real Mr. Jingle shows up and stabs one kid. The other kid just stands there frozen, and our main characters run away. He stands there frozen like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? Because he thinks it's the, there's a third Mr. Jingles that he says. He says some other name. I forget what it was. He starts to, he's like, oh, and he gets frozen. Then he gets stabbed in the gut, and then Jingles slices off his ear, which you get to watch. And I'm like, damn, this is, <laughs> this is a TV show. <laughs> like, I, I'm not grossed out by it, but I'm just like, oh, huh, Wow. It's weird to see this shit on TV, because this is not how TV used to be. I know it's cable, but still. Um, Chet and Ray, they're running. They fall into a spike pit. Uh, the spike goes right through Ch- uh, Chet's shoulder, uh, right where that artery is on your left side there. And he falls in that, and he's stuck there. And Ray's fine, but he's in the pit. Um, Jingles, Mr. Jingles, stumbles upon the third copycat kid. Because those kids that are pretending to be Jingles have like perfect repl- replicas of his face. And not his face when he was caught in 1970. His face now. In the hair. It's, they're, they're masks that are too good to ever exist in 1984. It's a, it's a bit of a stretch, but it's fine. Whatever. And the kid is like really pathetic. Like he's peeing. He's like, I can't go. Because he thinks it's his friend. He thinks the real Mr. Jingles is his friend. And he's like, I can't pee with you watching. You know I have a twisted urethra. And he's like, thank, I know my mom paid you to let me come along. But uh, thank you guys. Just let me have a one night where I'm a badass. And he takes a hit off an inhaler. Mr. Jingles is like, 
Oh, what am I going to get out of killing that kid? Just lets him walk by. I love his face right there. Uh, John Carroll Lynch is fucking incredible. He's got to be my top 10, 20 actor somewhere in there. But, oh my God, his face when he watches this kid, like, ah, why even bother? It's it's like stopping to squish a spider for no fucking reason. Like, why even, like, uh, what am I going to get out of that? I'm not going to get my jollies off that way. Um, there's all, there also could be another reason why he doesn't do it. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe he didn't really, he wasn't really the killer. I don't know. But he killed the other two kids, so who knows? Um, anyway, Brooke and Nurse Rita are waiting for everyone uh, by the car. Uh, Rita is like, we gotta, we gotta wait for the keys. We gotta, and they have, but they have her keys for her car. And Brooke's like, fuck this, I'm leaving. And then she goes, she's like, all right, I'll tell everyone where you went. And then she gives her a shot in the neck and makes her pass out. And my, my thought at this time was, does she know about Margaret and wants to prove it? Is that her ultimate motivation for being here and keeping these kids here? But then we see one week ago, <clears throat> says in the screen, Nurse Rita is doing an interview with Karen, who's already dead. Karen! <clears throat> oh, looks here! No, she has an interview with Karen. Karen and Rita, uh, she's... she. she her real name isn't Rita, so, but I'm just still going to call her Rita because fuck that. Um, she, she basically says like, she talks to all these serial killers and gets them to reveal where they have more victims and, or why they're doing it. She says she's trying to figure out why the people are like this, that she doesn't believe people are born evil. Um, she, Karen eventually lets her go meet Mr. Jingles and he reveals that he never killed anyone before he joined the military and something about pornography and, and blah, blah, blah. And, um, he doesn't, he says he doesn't remember killing and that's, he seems genuine there. And Rita wants him to get out so they can fix him. And she shows him a, a newspaper about the camp opening. Um, and then Rita tells uh, tells him the plan about what to do. Like, kill the guard, hit the alarm, and you got to get out of there in a, in, a, in a uniform. Like, every time you see someone escape something in a movie. Like, I just watched uh, Winter Soldier and, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And they do that exact same thing where the guy gets... They do it really quick. Ever since Ocean's Eleven, you have to do it this way. Where it's first grab the and then you see it on the same screen at the same time. You're gonna hit the alarm and then you're gonna dress as the guards and slip out undetected. Like you have to watch. It's it's, it's such a it's a cliche at this point. Uh, anyway, um, we see Rita. She's driving and she's following the actual nurse Rita. And then she drives behind her. They pull over and then the actual nurse Rita is like, "What the fuck you follow me for, motherfucker?" And she's like, oh, "What? Huh?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. It's just you hear news stories about people following people." Anyway, they drive away um, after they go in the gas station or to the bathroom. And then uh, re- the actual Rita drives away. And then uh, fake nurse Rita pops up and, and gets her from behind. Not, not in the way you're thinking. I don't, she just does something to her. Who knows? Anyway, uh, we see, says last year, uh, well, Ray is telling uh, Chet his backstory, basically. He's like saying, well, since you, can you hear me, Chet? No, you can't. Okay, well, let me, let me spill my guts right now for no reason. And he says, la- then it shows last year. Uh, they have a hell night in a fraternity. Um, he says it got out of hand because there's the, all the new pledgers are drinking way too much, and Chad, this guy named Chan, drink way too much. He lets him, he takes him outside in, in the other room. He's kind of like, I'm gonna give you ten minutes to, to take a nap, sober up, but you got to get back in there and, and do this thing. They're supposed to grab dicks and get in a. They said trunk, trunk to skunk. I don't remember what they said, but like you basically grab the guy's dick and walk behind, like reach around, pretty much reach around train. It's fucking. It is what it is. I, I'm not going to sit here and describe this for any longer because I don't know what the fuck. Fraternities are fucking weird. What? Why? 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 Why am I doing that? Who? Who's getting off on this? 
I don't understand. Whatever. All right. Chan has way too much to drink, and he, like, falls back and goes down the stairs and dies. Uh, Ray's freaking out, and then one of the pl- other guys from the fraternity shows up, and he's like, I'll take care of this. Ray's like, I'll, t- I'll take care of this. Don't worry. He gets him in his car. He gets Chan in his car, and then uh, he starts to push him off a cliff, and then Chan wakes up, and he's, like, really out of it, but he, he scratches uh, Ray's wrist, and I guess his watch came off at the same time. And then he just goes down, like, a really big hill, and there's no explosion, and there's no crash, and why would that kill him? I, I don't understand how that was supposed to be a deadly crash. But Ray is, says he's there because he's scared the cops are going to find his watch, even though this happened last year. The timing doesn't make any sense for me. Um, and then Chet reveals that he heard it all. He's like, I heard that. It's, it's not, it's a, it sounds like you wanted to save him. And then uh, Ch- uh, Ray climbs the fuck out of there. He just gets out. He's like, all right, fuck this, bye. And leaves Chet behind. So the guy that just saved his life minutes ago he just, he just abandons. Um, there's an argu- argument between Trevor, Xavier, and Montana about saving Chef Birdie. <laughs> Trevor goes, we got to go get Birdie. And Montana's like, who the fuck is Birdie? And then and Xavier's like, he's the sh- she's the chef. We have to-. And she's like, he's good people. Um, we don't see Birdie in this episode. So we've only seen her introduction scene. That's it. Um, they find the real Rita. They, they come up and they find her tied up. They untie her. And she immediately stumbles away because she doesn't know who these fucking people are. They could be also kidnapping her. She like crawls away, and then she's immediately killed by the real, killed by Jingles, who stab who you know stabs the shit out of her fucking face. And then uh, Ray meets up with the group, and he says he he hid below dirt and he lost track of Chet. That's that's what he says. He's like I hid below the dirt and waited for everyone to pass. Now let's get the fuck out of here. Xavier and Trevor they find Chet down in the pit, and they go down there and, and talk to him. And who tells them about Ray and, and what Ray said and blah blah blah, and then they see uh, they they climb back out of the out of the pit after they get uh, Chet loose, and then they see Jingles walking over to the pit and Trevor does like a barrel roll into him and shoves Mr. Jingles onto the spike, but it's clearly the third kid, the the, the pathetic guy, because Trevor finds the mask and go, oh shit, it wasn't really him, fuck, and then uh, Ray and Montana are approached by uh, the Night Stalker. Uh, Ray's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And he drives off on the ninja. And then Mr. Jingles does like a baseball bat machete thing to his head and cuts it right off. And he just, he, he his body drove that motorcycle for outside the gate of the camp. So I, I give him, I want to give him like a, like an eight, maybe a nine for his form after getting his head cut off. Cause I, I think I would have crashed. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't have lived at all like driving the motor. I wouldn't even get it started. But he drove for quite a while after his head was detached, and I got to give him kudos for that. You got to you got to give him a higher score. Um, so Ray's dead. He's our first to go of our main c- crew, and of course you you're doing cliches this season. You got to kill the black guy first. What else are you gonna do? It's, it's 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 protocol. I think I think it's a it's in the code of of horror horror movies. It's in the lexicon of of those. Anyway, uh, Montana is there, and then the night stalker shows up, and she kisses him. And asks why why haven't you killed her yet? I'm assuming she's talking about Brooke. So then we get a little back we got some backstory here to go over. My theory, and this is just my theory. I haven't seen anything further. I'm guessing she was in love with whoever the fucking guy's name was. Her best her her, her at the wedding. Let me let me say this at the wedding. Her, the guy she's going to marry shoots the best man because he thought the best man was fucking Brooke. I'm guessing Montana was with that guy. 
And that's what's going on there. That's why she wants her dead, because she blames her and doesn't believe her. That's the only thing I can come up with. Or that This is the first thing I came up with, I should say. Not the only thing. I can come up with a bunch of weird reasons if you want me to. We can sit here for another hour. You want that? Yeah, I don't think anybody wants that. But that's that's my theory on that. Uh, as to why she's now fucking the Night Stalker, I don't know. Maybe she's just using him as a means to an end. I don't know. But that's that's my working theory right now. And I'm assuming we're going to see why in the next episode. Because they're, they're, they're doing a really good job this season. This is the third episode, which means there's only six left. And I'm looking forward to the next episode. I really am. I, I pulled it, and I have 904 to watch next. And very excited. I'm going to watch it right now. But then I'm going to, like I said, like I mentioned, going to take a week off at some point here. So you might have a little lack of these. You're used to that if you listen to the show because I take years off at a time. Anyway, that's the end of this episode. I gave it an 8 as well. Um, I Looking back on 902-903, I thought Ray, Chet was in that pit for both episodes, but he wasn't. It just felt like a long time. So some of this episode does drag, but I still also found it enjoyable. There's a lot of good stuff in here. Um, and what the fuck is going on with Montana? I'm not surprised she's bad because she's been given weird vibes this entire time. So it actually makes sense to me, but I'm looking forward to finding out why, why she's all kooky banana head. And is that a, is that a phrase? Anyway, guys, LAWstudios.com for me. Um, yeah. And our, our Patreon subscribers, I would say go to Raiders of the Lost at Raiders underscore OTLF. And then the Indie Sports Car Podcast at ISCP Podcast, I believe it is, at Frank Links, double L-N-K-Z on that. And check out them because they're, they're uh, awesome Patreon subscribers. So anyway, guys, I'm going to get out of here. So until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. And remember to slash dance. Everyone do the slash dance. And goodbye, Ray. You know what I just remembered is I, I just stopped the podcast and restarted as I said goodbye, Ray is that there's an American Dad episode, which is my favorite show um, on, on the air. Um, and Dr. Ray shows up when Stan makes a miniature and lives there, and, and eventually he has, food, he has Food Mountain, but eventually ants show up to eat the food, and they have to run away panicked. Ray, Dr. Ray, uh, voiced by Ted Danson, shows up on a motorcycle, and one of the ants chops his head off with his, with his pinchers. And this character, Ray, in this episode of American Horror Story, is named is name Ray, and gets his head cut off. What, what are the fucking odds? They, th those two things just got linked in my brain forever now. Great. Bye.